It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. One for three. One for three. Yeah, one for three. That's oh, one and two. One four three. Oh, one for three. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> USC, baby. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 703 of Locked On Raptors for Friday, April 17th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked on Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And, of course, please make sure you are checking out the Locked on Podcast Network. We've got team-focused shows covering all 30 NBA teams, all 32 NFL teams, a whole bunch of baseball and hockey teams as well, as well as the Power 5 conferences. Listen into the Locked on College channel today to hear how they're reeling after the top college prospect for 2021 said F you to the NCAA. So make sure you go listen to that, listen to... Chad Ford's NBA big board. I'm sure he'll have a lot of talk about Jalen Green and his decision to uh, go to the G League as opposed to going to college, all that good stuff across the network. Please subscribe to, rate, and review. It's very much appreciated when you do that. It helps us in the rankings and the algorithms and all that stuff. So thanks in advance for taking the time. All right, on today's show, we fired up the Zoom call with Big V and Katie Heindel for a little mailbag action here on a Friday. Katie, how are you? I'm good. It's nice to, to see people's faces. I know, right? It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to the last time you saw me, Katie, which was, I think, like a month ago in a bit, uh, how much more haggard do I look? Yeah, you actually both, you both look great. Um, <laughs> your beard is a little raggedy. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> Vivek looks like immaculate as always, but... Yeah, you know. the, the quarantine is doing well for Big the V. Light, Big v. The light hitting you, your beard, like under, like underneath, <laughs> like it's kind of giving you a little, a bit of like a ethereal glow. Oh wow, thank you. I like it. I like Big it. V. Other than staying handsome, how are you? Wow, um, I'm pretty good. This is like the most social interaction I've had in a long time because I went uh, to the meat shop, and so. Um, I spoke to my butcher there. Then I went to the Walmart pickup center. Um, and 
interacted with another human there. Mm-hmm. And now I'm talking to both of you and I'm seeing both of you. So outside of my roommate, this is like a huge relief right now. So thank you. Yeah, yeah no, I, that's day. <laughs> when we did the trivia episode last week, it was so nice to talk to you guys. And uh, I thought, hey, why not do this more often? I'm only doing I'm, three episodes a week now. But so. I'm glad we didn't do video for that because if I had to like snort like a pig, <laughs> like I don't, and I don't, I'm glad I didn't, I don't want to see either of you do that either. Mm. So I'm glad we did do that. Well, the, the hidden mailbag question is for me and it's please do your best uh, cow noise. So wait, we'll get to that later on. Um, we do have lots of mailbag questions that came in. Thanks to those who sent them in. Uh, some very good ones. Um, let's start off with at six dog. He asks, you get picked for Surge's talent show. How talented are you? How talented are you rather? What is the talent you're performing and do you make it to the next round? Big V, let's start with you. Um, my talent, which wouldn't really be a talent. Um, I think I just do keep ups with a soccer ball. That's right. probably the closest I could come to being somewhat competitive. And yeah, I could probably, I haven't sort of counted in a while, but on average, I can probably do 30, 40 of Whoa. them. And that would probably be as close as I could get to being talented at <laughs> something like that <laughs> that is far more than i can do in terms of uh, keep ups i can do uh, one two maybe at the most katie what's your uh, talent that you would be performing on surge's ig live i don't think my talents are like really performative like, right you can't write <laughs> yeah just hold on surge you're gonna write this elegant prose <laughs> <laughs> and i mean i i do like I can do ceramics, but also I would need like a wheel to throw. Mm-hmm. I like I need. I guess I'm a fraud because I think I need like equipment to do other talents that I have. So I don't know. I wouldn't make it past the first round. And Serge just like a really mean judge. <laughs> like I don't I, know if you've noticed this. Like he's been he's harsh. So I haven't watched it at all. I, I just okay. IG live is never a thing I want to click on. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have a tiny ass little phone. Maybe it's because I just don't want to hold my phone and watch a thing for an undetermined amount of time. Have you watched any of his talent show, Katie? Yeah, I watched, I watched the first round and I, I'm surprised I didn't turn it off right away. Cause as soon as I tuned in, he was talking to a magician and the ma- he like loved the magician. <laughs> was it Paul dur- Millsap? No, unfortunately. <laughs> but DeRozan was on because he was going to be a guest judge. And then DeRozan and, and Serge was like enthralled. He mm-hmm. was just like every trick. He was just like a kid. He was like, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> jump, pretending to like jump back on his couch and get like creeped out. And then DeRozan was watching. And then later he was like, you're really easily amused. Like you, <laughs> like that's not talent to me. And then like someone sang and Serge was like, no, I don't think you can go on. And then DeRozan was like, I was supposed to judge that one. And he was like, oh yeah, whoops, what do you think? You don't want her to go on, right? And he's like, no, I want her to go on. She's really good. Like, <laughs> That's a good talent. So I watched that. And then Tiffany Haddish came on as like a, a guest person. Mm-hmm. She didn't judge. Um, but that was the only one I watched. And then it was kind of too stressful because he's like, he's very mean. And yeah. he was just like chugging. I mean, I'm not judging. He was just like chugging a beer and like not really paying attention. <laughs> and like just because you can, I don't know if he knew, like you could see what everything he was doing, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I would like for in future uh, rounds. I would like for his final decision on each uh, performance that he just gives it an art or not art, and then if it's art, they move on. If it's not art, they don't move on. Yeah, kind of just abstract is his choice of like who's talented. Honestly, yeah. I, I think I, he just likes magicians. I don't think he likes singers. There was like a <laughs> dancer. He was like, "No, you're not very good." Mm. Um, but I don't really know him. What talent is? It's an yeah. abstract thing, right? Yeah. I Did he straight up say, no, you're not very good? Yes. Yeah. It was, he was just, <laughs> yeah, something, he was just like, no, like I'm just Jeez, looking for something more, something more. Like you just don't have it. Wow. <laughs> did, did not, did not see um, Surge making the Simon Cowell heel turn. Yeah, yeah. Surge the hero, the most wholesome content poster of the entire quarantine just completely turning on its head and becoming an asshole. I kind of dig it. I think it's cool. The mustache, it, it kind of coincides with him going with the mustache. So I'm cool with that. I think my talent would be, I think I might turn it on its head and this might be like high risk because he might quickly uh, just say, no, you're not good. But I, I think I would cook for him. Like, I think I would, you know, something quick. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what it would be. Maybe just like a quick breakfast or something like that. Maybe a nice little hash to go with some eggs and just like whip it up real quick. I feel like he would very I'll quickly right be now. like, yeah, yep, no. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he'd just kick you off. Yeah. I know. Even if you loaded that thing up with salt and pepper, he'd be like, mm. get out. But then I bust out the herb gloop and he's all for it. <laughs> I think yeah. unless you did magic while you were making breakfast, he would not be impressed. Oh, I do magic in the kitchen. That's, that's Let's not say anything other than that. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Um, let's go to the next question here. This one comes from Lindsay H. Helly on the first. Hell I on the first. Uh, good handle, either way. What's up, Lindsay? Which Queen song would you like to see Marc Gasol perform while dressed as Freddie Mercury? This is a good one. Big V, let's start with you. Oh, starting with me again. <clears throat> did I start with you um, last time? Yeah, you did. Oh, sorry. Katie, you go. <laughs> <laughs> good, because I already pictured this. Uh, have you seen the I Want to Break Free video? Um, I you should like watch it if you haven't. Because okay. Queen, they're all, in, they're all in drag, basically. Mm. And it opens with uh, Freddie Mercury like vacuuming his house. Or like vacuuming the set in like a really like full dress and like full makeup and full <laughs> drag and i feel like uh i want to see i want to see mark do it but i also want to see him do it because i think he could really pull it off yeah it was a really 
it was a really stunning thing to see that on the Instagram <laughs> feed yesterday. I did not. Stunning. Yeah, like <laughs> the best kind of stunning. It was wonderful, but I, I just, I did not picture Mark as a Queen fan even. I don't know. He loves them. You didn't know that? I did not know that, no. Did he have I another like, post before? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's had like, he's also like done it referentially. Um, what he did on the back of the bus when he was like getting everybody to go like cheer up and down. That was something that uh, Freddie Mercury did at like a, at a show that's like really oh. famous. Yeah. Oh. When he had people like sing back to him. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say the thing I want to see him do is just do the thing, the, like the call and answer thing for the yeah. entirety of the bus trip, like go back in time dresses Freddie Mercury on the bus and do that for five hours in the sun. <laughs> I think I would be he could do it. on board with that. Um, I was also thinking like a more like up-tempo, upbeat song, like Don't Stop Me Now would be a good one. I think he would have a lot of fun with that. I think he would play with the crowd quite a bit, get mm-hmm. a little strut going. Um, but I don't know. Vivek, what do you have? Um, I was going to go with Another One Bites the Dust. Okay. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like... You could just have a video of like every center he's ever dominated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It just pops up and it's like another one. Another one (laughs) (laughs) That is the correct answer. I'm glad you found it. Uh, Yeah, just like a a smash cut of like smacking the ball away from uh, Nikola Vucevic. Joel Embiid crying at the end of game seven. It's mostly just going to be Embiid, right? Like it'll just end with like (laughs) just Embiid. Yeah. Countless Um, cuts. I'm kind of, do you think the mustache look was coordinated between Gasol and Serge? And do you think there's something in the works content wise regarding their mustaches? I think everyone's just, who can is just growing facial hair, no? Yeah, I guess that's true. Fred's going to let it go for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen much of OG, I don't think, so I'm not sure where he's at. Well, Fred is trying to make the full transition into being a lion with a full mane <laughs> and just <laughs> roaring all the time. He he's gonna come back onto the court and literally roar at Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. It's just I, that picture from the finals. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he's screaming at court. Yeah, I mentioned this on the <laughs> Thursday podcast with Matt Devlin, but I, I'm I'm getting to the point now with how good all the posts have been from Serge, Fred, and Mark in particular, that I am like fully in the tank for screw 2021. I don't care about cap space. Sign these guys for three years each and just roll with it and run it back for the rest of time because I like don't want to see them go away. They're too perfect. I, I'm going to be crushed if like we don't see them play in a Raptors jersey again. It's going to suck ass. But think about all the Giannis and Giannis baby content we could get. This is true. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I feel bad replacing Fred's baby content, but I mean, hey, if it comes at the price of Giannis or Kawhi, apparently, who uh, his, his his daughter is apparently still FaceTiming with, uh, hopelessly with, in love with Ding. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's truly wonderful. That was a great interview, by the way. Go watch the Henry Johnson Masai Ujiri if you have thirty six minutes to kill, and you do definitely have thirty six minutes to kill. So go do that. Um, next question. This one just came in four minutes ago as we record from Brad Too Much Hoops. He's got a Patreon page. Go check that out. He's very smart. Awesome Each Raptor. Page. Yeah. Um, 
Each Raptor has to give an online guest lecture for high school students who are learning from home. What would be some of their lecture topics? Let's go down the roster. Let's start with Kyle Lowry. Katie, you go first. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I've seen a lot of these in like a like a business a business sense mm-hmm. but i feel like and most of them are pretty contrived and like not interesting but i think larry could do a really good like leadership in mm. like crisis uh, <laughs> conference like webinar mm-hmm. i'd tune into that webinar <laughs> yeah yeah vivek do you have another answer for kyle yeah uh well i mean i'm sure he could go on for hours and hours about cushioning your fall I feel like that's valuable information, not just in terms of, you know, actually falling, but like, you know, in terms of life. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, taking those hard hits. Saving for a rainy day, which is basically just putting extra junk in the trunk at all opportunities. I I think like, I would like to see him host exercise videos, but just like glute exercises and nothing else. Just three hours of glutes. (laughs) (laughs) how to work the glutes without the machines at home um what about who haven't we talked about oh norman powell the vec what would norman powell be doing uh norman powell would definitely be teaching sign language um i was on the conference call with him yesterday and so um his mom was a special needs instructor and so he sort of developed that passion for sign language early so i feel like he would definitely be teaching uh sign language that's just extremely wholesome and nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, he actually said some really, really sweet stuff. I, I'm going to go um, into the transcription and read it off for you guys if you haven't heard it yet because it was just extremely sweet. And I was like, man, Norm is just so great. Yeah. You wrote I was going to say right? washing his dogs. <laughs> <laughs> So yours is a lot nicer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking he was going to set up some sort of like dog obstacle course, like a dog training like webinar type of thing. Yeah. Um just because obviously I guess dogs can't go to like obediency training right now, but what are his dogs name? Odin and what? I always forget the other one. Apollo. Apollo, yeah. Yeah, like Apollo and Odin's dog training class where he just follows them through and teaches obedience. And then Blows you... a whistle at them? Yeah, yeah, but like a nice whistle. <laughs> I picture him in a referee shirt blowing a whistle at his dog. <laughs> um, other people... Oh, do you have your uh, transcription? Yeah, there, yeah I do. All right, fire away. So, uh, yeah, so he said, I took sign language in college, so I feel like I always wanted to learn that language. I took it in college as my foreign language elective, but haven't been able to follow up with that. Uh, it was, it's been pretty cool for me to pick that up because there are a couple road games on the West coast. And so bands are hard of hearing and they sign to me. So just to be able to pick that up and be able to interact with them is pretty cool. I've always found it a beautiful language to learn and to be a part of uh, a community that I love. What a disgustingly likable team this is. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Just they keep coming at you with waves of likability. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. Uh, I feel like Serge Ibaka is probably teaching some sort of cooking or fashion class. Um, what's, yeah. uh, I mean, does OG get up the strength to do an online class? Is it the shortest online class in history, Katie? Like miming, miming, I think. <laughs> he would be good I at mean, Or just being the <laughs> ultimate troll in general. 
Yeah, <laughs> just teaching trolling. <laughs> Um, I, I keep forgetting who else is on the team there. Oh, Pascal Siakam. Let's talk about Pascal. He's been kind of quiet as well. Although he was on Danny Green's podcast with Fred Van Vliet talking about, uh, the playoffs, but, um, uh, what would Pascal Danny's be bad shot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, like this feels like a cop out, but I feel like he would just be like on a Twitch stream, right? Hmm, just like yeah. gaming. I can't, like, I can't think of something else i don't know unless he makes some sandwiches like he does in the commercials i was gonna say probably some sort of sponsored class where he's uh like teaching you how to make the best pb and j yeah it'd be him and fred together then right yeah although i always had a problem with the way they construct those sandwiches in those commercials because they're wrong i know it's a champ which we gotta have the logo but like for anyone to make a PB&J without putting peanut butter on both sides of the bread, that's psycho shit. Yeah, well, you have to do it for a barrier, right? Yeah. Or yeah. else the jam absorbs into the yeah. bread. Yeah, you just get crusty top bread, and then the bottom is nice and and regular bread. It's disgusting. My dad used to do it the wrong way when he would pack it for lunch, and I would be mad at him for it. Uh, let's carry on. The next question here comes from, I lost the page as I tend to do on these mailbag podcasts because I can't stop clicking away. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Um, Next question here comes from Jessica Jade. She asks, if you could send one player on the Raptors a hoop right now, who and why? Katie hoop yeah like a basketball hoop oh does it, most of them have them <laughs> they do i guess okay then i guess i would actually send like someone like serge i saw terrence davis was in a gym so yeah. he doesn't need one fred i think has one in his driveway mm-hmm. mm, i haven't seen siakam playing no I feel like he's Larry, a condo guy, right? I don't. Yeah, he's a condo guy. Larry, I like. Feel like he doesn't. It would be offensive if you sent him one, <laughs> even if he's not doing it right now or doesn't have one. It's, he would yeah. just be like, "What business do you have?" Like yeah. it would be like our immediate return to sender. How did yeah, you get my like, address? Wait a minute. We haven't played game one of the playoffs yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe Serge. Serge seems like to be the one who needs like an outlet for his uh, boredom constantly. Mm-hmm. I think I, I I'm not sure where you saw Terrence Davis in a gym. I was gonna say Terrence Davis and Dewan Hernandez. A, because you cover them both off, and B, I am on so, his Instagram stories. I'm just so nervous <laughs> every time I see them working out on that damn balcony in Miami. I'm just like, 
getting the like the ball is going to bounce off. It's going to hurt someone on the street. You're going to like make some weird lunge with a weight, and it's going to go poorly. I want them to have a hoop indoors where they can work out. Uh, and so that is my answer. Please don't put the hoop on the balcony, though. Harris be- Davis has great handles, though. That ball's not going off. Yeah, Dewan though. The Dewan's the wild. Yeah, that's that's like (laughs) he should go inside. (laughs) He hasn't like played a game in six months, so I'm concerned about his coordination and things like that. Um, The next question here comes from uh, also Jessica Jade. She asks, "Who will be the most out of shape Raptor by the time the curve is flattened?" Mark Levesque. <laughs> he looks skinny in his Freddie Mercury pick. Yeah, he looks he looks skinny and he looks pretty cut. <laughs> <laughs> I I am pretty sure that Marcus All is uh consuming several beverages a day. Um Yeah. It's and either him the most or, of his time off. It's either him or Serge who is the heaviest drinker during quarantine, I think, probably. I mean Serge is doing it on his IG live. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um Katie, do you have an answer for this question? Um, yeah, I feel like I, I don't think it will be Mark because I think Mark, I think Mark, hear me out because I think Mark gets overeats in like times of stress, and I know this is like a stressful time, but I don't think Mark is like it's mm-hmm. like a different kind of stress. Yeah, you know, it's like um, he kind of fluctuated around the trade deadline last year mm-hmm. and like before the playoffs started, um, <laughs> so. I don't know, maybe like Rondé. Yeah. Rondé would look <laughs> pretty cute with like a couple extra pounds on him. <laughs> I think uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. There we go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my answer is Siakam and not that he's going to get beefy, but I think there's a chance he'll just like, like you said, Katie, Maybe hang out on Twitch a little bit too much. Maybe play a little too much Animal Crossing and just like kind of atrophy a little bit. But I think he's yeah. going to snap back really quick just because he's, you know, he works really hard when he's in season and stuff like that. And he's always working in the off season. But I think maybe right now for a guy who doesn't take any time off, he took like, what, two weeks last year after winning the title before getting back to it. Maybe he's taking advantage of a chance to laze around a little bit, eat some PB&J, not do much in the way of work. And like, I think his cardio in particular is going to be pretty rough when they come back. It'll be weird though to see him because if you watched any of the replay of the playoffs, mm-hmm. didn't you notice how smaller, like how much smaller he looked yeah. last season? And then so that considering like, it's weird, but like, that's the last time we saw him play basketball. He's so much huger this year. Mm-hmm. So he's going to look bigger no matter what. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I think... I do feel like they'll be one of the healthier teams coming back because they mm-hmm. still have like the run it back chip on their shoulders. And like, they're usually, they're, I mean, there's lots of guys who are in their thirties and thus ha- have to kind of keep in, in shape. Otherwise they'll lose it. And I, I think the other guys are like young and spry enough that they can get it back quick. I feel like OG won't lose a single like point off of his like body fat ratio. I think he's going, like, he might not do anything, but he just can just sit there and be a chiseled God. Or like Chris Boucher is just like a skinny guy. So like, yeah, (laughs) he'll never, he could have been like, yeah, I ate, I ate all that junk food. I broke out of quarantine to go get And, um, I still look the exact same. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm glad he's, uh, he's accepted responsibility for the error of his ways in that, uh, 
As an aside, do you do you think Kawhi has shifted to the alcohol and desserts uh, diet? I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, I have, so uh, <laughs> I would understand it for sure. <laughs> Maybe not fully. Maybe like he, he lets himself have what one every one or the other, mm-hmm. like every other day or something, right. or probably once a week. Knowing him, I've kind of streamlined things too because I'm having all these like heavy chocolatey beers and like these like fruity sours, and it's like I'm having alcohol and desserts at the same time. The, the <laughs> alcohol is my dessert. <laughs> This is how I'm staying in shape. <laughs> I'm doing just fine over here, guys. Uh, <laughs> I've, I, I worked out two days ago. I played Just Dance on the Switch, and it was the first time I had broken a sweat in 32 days. And uh, wow. Yeah, felt good. I, I'm sure th- there's a reason that the beard is going to a scraggly length is because I need to fat manage a little bit and trim down the, the jaw. <laughs> yeah, it water. does slim your face. It does slim <laughs> your face down. That's yeah. true. I find myself like making it into a point a lot just to like even further... Mm. uh like tr- trim it down uh because that's like not- entering into visually a magician territory so be careful <laughs> this goes any further there there might be magicianship in my no. future as well we i'm sorry i know again. you hate that i know you hate it but you like paul Millsap though you're liking what he's doing yeah because he's like the people's magician he's like an anti-magician <laughs> magician and I, he's the first one of that i've ever seen so i like mm. it yeah. but i'm scared he's gonna go into the traditional like freak magician territory right i don't think he will just like pulling disappearing acts while on instagram live and no more like the look and like the attitude (laughs) we could talk about magicians for a whole podcast and why i hate them but let's not the street ball paul (laughs) version of paul Millsap, the magician i I look forward to it um any uh any parting shots we've kind of gone through all the questions we got thanks everyone for sending questions in um vivek do you have any uh Last thoughts and anything we talked about here? Um, not really. Mm. Um, I think we had some fun questions. So thanks for sending those questions and keep sending them in. Look, I and- asked you this question as a courtesy because mostly <laughs> I just wanted three minutes to talk about the way back with Katie. <laughs> ah, true. All right. I'm going to back off. You two go at it. But I like on <laughs> Zoom, you can see like you can see Vivek looking like whist- like thoughtfully, kind yeah. of like at the window, really trying to think of like. Something. Yeah, and so, I'm just thinking about Ben Affleck. Just say his- <laughs> when you just wanted a like clever setup for this. Yeah, I was just thinking about Ben Affleck's puffy face while you were talking. So I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that movie made me feel bad about how much I like genuinely will like a shower beer occasionally in the summer. <laughs> but then I was like, wait, like that's a heavily alcoholic thing to do. <laughs> but mine are never in the morning. Yeah. Mine yeah. have usually been evening. Yeah. Yeah, that was a movie that I, I wanted to pour a tall glass of whiskey for, and then I felt bad about it uh, three minutes into it because, oh, it is not that kind of alcoholism this movie is about. <laughs> it's... I was, I gotta say, like, I was surprised by how much I liked it. Yeah. Like, I thought I would like it even in a corny way, no matter what, mm-hmm. but it was very good, super sad. I cried mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I was like, I was pretty pleasantly surprised. A part of me was like, this is just going to be Ben Affleck mm-hmm. for two hours. <laughs> As a person who usually hates sports movies, I think mm. there are three good sports movies now. I used to think there were two. I think The Way Back has become the third that I like, in addition to Friday Night Lights and Moneyball. Uh, this is the first basketball movie I've ever thought like looked good, and the basketball scenes look good, too. And they didn't like focus too much on the basketball, which is oh, nice. I thought there could have been a bit more basketball. 
Maybe, but I, I always, you always run the risk with that of just like doing the coach Carter thing where it's like, this doesn't look like basketball. Like have any of these people played basketball before? Because this is whack as hell. Like Channing Tatum, you're not selling the, the basketball player side of your character at all. But um, no, the way back rules, go watch it, get sad, pour a drink. It's lovely. Um, I think that's going to I'm gonna bring us to the end of the podcast. Big Wait, news. I do want to do a public service announcement. Okay. So, something I saw right before we started mm-hmm. was that Paul, Paul Pierce, the NBA, please put Paul Pierce back in the horse competition because today Paul Pierce was alone. He broke onto a beach. <laughs> he doesn't know how to wear his mask. He wears it under his nose. <laughs> And he was like running, running down the beach from where he parked his car. And there's like, he zooms in on a sign that's like beach clothes. Like do not, tr- like no trespassing. Cause they're mm. trying to keep people off beaches. But he's like very breathless narrating. He's like, this is a secret beach. He's like, I gotta go fast. I gotta go fast. The beach, <laughs> the beach is close. And he's running toward the ocean. Oh, you're not telling me that you're beginning to like Paul Pierce, are you? You know, I like Paul Pierce. I thought you hated Paul Pierce. Ooh. I hate what he's done. I, I mean, like, I hate, like, he's he's the reason for one of my worst, like, like heavily anxiety inducing moments in like Raptors history. Right. Like the block shot. Like, mm. uh, I, you know, I it, like it breaks my heart still thinking about it. But Paul Pierce, I like Paul Pierce after basketball. <laughs> Paul Pierce post basketball is like he was just made to be. I think he was meant to be a retired basketball player. Right. He just had to like get the basketball out of the way. And now he's just like, he has this like grotto in his backyard. He just hangs out in and like drinks in. (laughs) Um, He doesn't know how to dress. He like weirdly looks like Adam Sandler all the time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't, I want the best for Paul Pierce, but I really worry about him. Yeah, he seems to be uh, going through it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. so put him, please, NBA, put him back in the tournament. Katie, do you want the Raptors or like want TSN to re-air that series against the Nets? I am, I'm like in the mode now where I'm like, play all the the, the heartbreaking losses. I'm cool yeah. with it. I know how it ends. I know there's a title at the end of the line. Play those gut wrenching losses for me, please. Yeah, I was thinking more about that. Um, full disclosure, Sean. Talk, and I talked about this on the radio, the we real did. radio. Um, <laughs> but I do think like now, especially because we know we know how it turned out, right? And we know what team we got out of all those like terrible, heart-wrenching stretches. So yeah, mm. I don't like I wouldn't mind it. It would also be nice to to watch that. I was yeah. like I would also like to see, like I said, DeRozan in a Raptors uniform again. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind going back to like two thousand, like you know, like some series like when we beat like beat the Knicks like there's times that I'm like I I don't remember those as clearly right because it wasn't as recent for me so mm-hmm. it'd be cool to watch some of those yeah but like are, are you kind of I, I'm kind of tiring of the the happy nostalgia uh and I'm ready to just for like some random stuff that isn't so baked into like the the story of the Raptors like are, are you you're like a Chris Bosch era dude are you yeah. hoping to see some of those games yeah I think that would be very cool um I'm, I'm with Katie too. I would love to see that Raptors Knicks series again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, them winning their playoff series, I think would be cool for this generation of fans to see and maybe appreciate on a different level. Um, I think that Raps Nets series was a lot of fun. 
uh, up until that final shot attempt by Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think there's a lot of good in there. I definitely don't want to see uh, the Wizards sweeping the Raptors again. Oh, I'm uh, in for that too. Give it to me. No. Oh my God. <laughs> um, don't need. Don't need to see. Uh, the game three Cavs Raptors where uh, LeBron makes the shot at the buzzer over OG. No, thank you. I could also um, do that one. Maybe wow. I'm just what? sick. John, I think I think you need more of these the these Zoom chats uh, to help <laughs> yeah. you get through this troubled time because I don't know what's going on, buddy. I just you know I, I I'm okay feeling sad if I know the how the end works right like it, it's like watching a movie where some ill befalls the main character in the first 25 minutes, but by the end of it, they've overcome it and things are fine. And then it's all part of the journey. Yeah. (laughs) The other thing I'd like to see too is, you know, we always kind of look back at, you know, T-Mac and Vince being this huge what if, and I Mm -hmm. think it'd be really cool for people to see some of their best games together. Yeah. um, And what that was like and sort of get an idea of, kind of what Toronto had until T-Mac decided to leave. Yeah. I'm down for some weird games. Give me Reggie Evans. Give me Pops Mensa Bonsu explosions. I'm, I'm down for all of that. And also, Oh, you know what game I do want to see? Yeah. I want to, I want to see the raps in Boston. Uh, the night when KG was sort of barking at Jose Calderon up mm. the court. <laughs> Cause that was an awesome win. I would love to see that game again. That's a good call. Uh, we, I, we'll probably do a podcast about this and other games we want to see very shortly. But we've, uh, I think, exhausted all the time we're allowed on this Zoom call <laughs> before they kick us off. Uh, Vivek, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I wrote a thing on Norm uh, today that's out there for Complex. I've tweeted it out. So if you want to go read it, you can do that. And besides that, you can follow me on Twitter at VivekMJacob. Sweet. Katie, anything you would like to plug? Yeah, NBA Self-Isolation Watch Week 5 drops today. Lovely. Looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully Kyle Kuzma's dog stays cute. Oh, what yeah. A, she's what still a dog. cute. What a she's dog. She's still cute. Um, Spoiler the, alert, she's still cute. The best thing Kyle Kuzma's ever done. Uh, <laughs> I, you can find me at Woodley Sean. You can find yesterday's podcast on this very feed. Just scroll down a little bit and you will see the podcast with Matt Devlin. Matt was great. Very gracious with his time. So I hope you take a listen to that. Um, we also, if you want to go back earlier in the week, Blake Murphy was on the show. We talked about Ben Uzo. If you're in the interest for some, uh, if you're in the market for some random old Raptors and, uh, that's going to do it for this week on the show. We'll be back again next week where we're going to look back at some of the best moments from this year's season and things that have gone well for the Raptors in their 46 and 18 year, hopefully to be continued, but maybe not, but we'll talk about that at length at, uh, with different guests and stuff next week. So stay tuned for that. And, uh, that'll do it. We will talk to you again on Monday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Thank you.